winning weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. I am your host this week, Greg Albert. John is out. Maybe he's chasing home run balls from Aaron Judge. Maybe he's working. <laughs> we'll see if he comes up with it. But I'm here with Chip Murphy 7. What's going on, Chip? How you doing? What's up, Greg? Great to be talking college football always, talking betting always. Uh, we'll talk about the slate. We were just talking about maybe not the best slate this yep. week, but happy for John. If he's chasing Aaron Judge, <laughs> I don't think tonight. he is. I think he's working, yeah. <laughs> but still, I like to think that he's out there somewhere. And if he does yeah. get the home run ball, he's not giving it to Aaron Judge for free. We already talked about that. That kid that gave it to him. For oh my god, nothing. That was a shocking, shocking. It is it's shocking indeed. But again, winning picks weekly. We're on all uh, audio platforms: Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can get a podcast. We are there. We're also on the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube. So if you're following on, like, comment. Let us know what you're taking this week because even though it might not be the best slate, Chip, I don't know. I haven't looked at the future schedules. I love the Thursday night games, Friday night games, Saturday games. Spread it out a little bit. So, you know, there's some weak spots on the Saturday slate. But let's start maybe in a little recap of week three. Is there anything that stood out to you? Week three in some of these games? Week three... Um, Mississippi State's performance against LSU. A little surprising. I was very high on them. Uh, I thought they were going to be one of the best teams to bet all year. And they were, they really disappointed. I know was they were the, on the road. Was it the offense or the defense that surprised you more? Oh, the offense had okay. to be the more surprising. I mean, that's a Michael Leach team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the defense got lit up, it wouldn't have been that surprising. But my God, that was disappointing. I mean, Will Rogers, we were like, that guy's just going to throw for a billion yards. Yeah, 5,050 touchdowns. That's what I kept hearing from people. Exactly, exactly. Heisman, Dark Horse, some people were saying. Yeah. And that was surprising. That was a really surprising performance. I mean, yeah, that I would say that was up there. Um, (laughs) I, I, I think some people were surprised by Washington against Michigan State. I wasn't. I've been saying it about Michigan State all year. I know yep. you've been saying the same. Uh, I and you caught I, the line. You and John called that out. Like Michigan State's uh, top 25 team going to Washington. Why are they getting points? Why are they getting three points? Was By the close? way, we have another one of those this week. Yeah. I'm sure yep. you noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll definitely be looking at those for sure. A uh, couple games that kind of stood out to me a little bit was I was betting the late slate. So I was out of town. I was at a wedding, got back from a reception or whatever it was, you know, the pre-day thing or whatever. Those late games were so easy. I think it was Utah versus San Diego State, maybe. That was easy. Uh, USC versus someone, easy again. Um, so I like those. The Syracuse under ripped my soul out. Got to take Q's money line. I told you, man. I mean, it was insane. There was someone at the wedding that was from Purdue, so I was able to talk a little smack, being a New York boy, talking about Syracuse. Um, but, boy, was it was it something to see 40 points scored in the fourth quarter without overtime to lose my Wild. under by three points. I mean, 
Van Pelt was talking about it even on it, Sports. I didn't on see on that. His- I'm happy I did see it. It was something to be watched. The other thing too for me, my best bet of the week: Georgia, forty-eight to seven over South Carolina. Georgia's good. Um, I don't know if I talked about it last week, but I looked at it a week or two ago. Stetson Bennett to win the Heisman was twenty to one. I took it. I think he's down to twelve to one now. Do I think he's the best quarterback in college? No, I don't. I think there's better arm talent quarterbacks in the in, the, in college. Do I think he's in the best position to repeat as national champion? To maybe have one of the best passing seasons because of the weapons that he has around him and the team that he plays on. Yes. So I took it as a little bit of a long shot just because you would think number one team in the country off a championship would have higher odds would be at the, you know, towards the top of the list. So, um, sprinkled a little bit on it, 50 bucks or whatever. It wasn't anything crazy, but still something to watch out for. His odds are dropping, which is good. Yeah. They were really high preseason. It was like 60 to one higher than that. But yeah. And I, I, I saw it then. And I thought about it, but I was just like, if he had a shot at winning, it would be lower, but maybe I was wrong. I don't know. The, the Georgia just looks unbelievable. Texas, a nice bounce back for them against UTSA. I, I thought that was going to be closer. I feel bad for Spencer Rattler because I had South Carolina, so I watched a little bit of that and I was yeah. like, oh. oh man, UTSA though. UTSA is legit. I really like them. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that was some of the things that kind of stood out to me. Other one too, Texas A&M versus Miami. I had A&M. I think that was such an easy bet, but it wasn't that what easy a, of a bet. That was an ugly, ugly game. What a disappointment Miami was in that one. Yeah, three field goals. So um, I think they have a good shot to bounce back. They're on my card this week, so we'll talk about it. Oh, one more Penn State against Auburn. I know it's Auburn, but they yeah. dominated. They dominated like a great team. They dominated. Yep. A great team. Yeah, that was another um, that was another game I had Penn minus three. I also mm-hmm. now that I'm looking back on my card last week, Wisconsin, the under forty six. I mean, they just scored a million points out of nowhere. So I don't want to do that again. No. Oh, and I can't believe I buried the lead. Bowling Green, my guys. Outright winner. I'm the bowling green whisperer. Two seasons in a row now. Hit a big money line on them. I got a good eye on this Bowling Green squad. I love them. I don't like them this week. I'm nervous about a letdown spot. They're getting a ton of points, so maybe think about it. But, God, Bowling Green and these 17, 18-point outright winners, they just keep, once a year, they're good for it. So I can't believe I took them. I can't believe I took the spread on them. And the one time I bet them, they're not the usual MAC team that I bet. And... I, I go with them one time and I don't take money. I don't have the guts to go money line. Yeah, I but did yeah. a little bit. I did 25 bucks on the money line, 50 bucks on the spread. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Um, but still, it was enough. It was enough to get my account up. So had a good week last week for college. Wasn't great in NFL. But again, if you're following along, we go, John and I go over every NFL game. Usually John's here. The three of us go over every college, pretty much every college game. I guess there's a lot of games. So we miss, we miss a few here and there, but. Let's start with Thursday night. And I know this won't be out in time. So if you're following us, winning P weekly on Twitter, we tweet out what we're taking. Chip, Chip Murphy seven. He tweets out and talks about the games too, which, you know, it, it's incredible. Some of the stuff that you're able to find and dig up, um, on these games. So let's start on Thursday night. Do you have anything going tonight? The games are kicking off right now as we're yeah. talking. I got West Virginia tonight. I got okay. minus West Virginia minus two. That's actually my only play of the night. 
Uh, right now, I, I was thinking about Illinois for later, but not right now. I, uh, as of now, I, I don't think I'll be playing that one. Right now, West Virginia minus two is my only play. Uh, I know it's at Virginia Tech, so I thought about Vatek, but I know we were talking before we came on here about, you know, Virginia. There's a lot of hype. Virginia Tech's defense and uh, West Virginia's defense is really bad. Yep. But Virginia Tech's defense played well against Boston College, who lost to Rutgers yep. and Wofford, whoever, wherever they're in, FCS, whatever conference yeah. they're in. And they lost to Old Dominion. So I, they haven't played a, an offense like West Virginia's, who, despite losing to Kansas, put up a lot of points, put up, scored a, or a JT Daniels threw for a lot of yards. Uh, I know the, the metrics say he hasn't had a spectacular season, but, and I don't know, man. I, a majority of the, the bets are on West Virginia. The money is on West Virginia, which I think is pretty unusual for, uh, a team that is hasn't played great and is on the road, but I, I think it also speaks to the fact that you know Virginia Tech lost to Old Dominion, uh, and I just think there's there's not a lot of reason to be confident about Virginia Tech. You also Virginia Tech has a, a new head coach, and I know West Virginia's coach isn't like the best coach and is probably a little bit on the hot seat, but. You know, they're also, it's, it's a huge rivalry. The rivalry yep. back. I like West Virginia in this. I'm with you. And, you know, I was thinking about, I was looking at the slate. There's three games tonight. I went with Georgia Southern. Um, or I'm sorry. Uh, Georgia, Georgia State. State. Georgia State against um, Coastal. Yeah. Against Coastal, hosting Coastal. We'll talk about that in a second. I was looking at West Virginia. I was thinking about it. I was not looking at Illinois Chattanooga. Um, um, I was just going to take Illinois just because it's Chattanooga, but I'm like, yeah. it's 21. And I'm like, it's yeah. Illinois given 21 yeah. scary. Yeah, so like, I actually yeah. just put a live bet in for West Virginia because I was on the fence about it. You kind of convinced me on it. Um, Virginia Tech. I love Virginia Tech, but they're just not the same Virginia Tech we had in high school and college. It's a different team. They're in a different no. spot. I liked what I saw from West Virginia against Pitt. I think that, like you said, they've been playing okay. They haven't been playing great, but under a field goal, on the road, yes, but you know, I think they can get it done. So I'm with you in that. I'm going West Virginia. I just uh, punched that in. Like I said, I also had Georgia State. I tweeted that out earlier. I like them against Coastal. I do not. It's like weird. It's uh, Coastal's three and zero, and Georgia State's zero and three. But I think you could. They're two totally different stories, and I think these teams are a lot closer than people th- than people realize. I think Georgia State's been pretty competitive in most of their games. They've been able to score. Coastal Carolina to me just has not been competitive. They got not outgained last week by Gardner Webb. By Gardner Webb, their defense stinks. It's yeah. bad. They and are Georgia, not the same team as last year. Yeah, and like I said, Georgia State's been able to play. I mean, they they started out with fourteen against South Carolina, but then they moved up, scored twenty eight on North Carolina. They've put up forty one against Charlotte last week. That was another one that was a little surprising. <laughs> I was talking about how Charlotte stinks, so I think I went with uh, Georgia State last week, but the over in that one was an absolute easy bet because they were able to score, score, score. I think the same thing happens. You take a home team getting points. I think these teams are closer than what their records say, and I think it's going to be competitive. So if you're getting a couple points at home, I'm okay with that. Yeah, if I were going to bet that one, I would take Georgia State. I just We were saying earlier, like I 
both of us have been on Coastal for a while, but yeah. there's just not a lot of reason to trust them right now. They just lost a lot. They're not the same team. Their defense is bad. Their offensive line has been bad. Uh, it's just there's no reason, especially on the road. It's, it's different. So, yeah, I've, if I were betting it, I, I agree with you. I'd go Georgia State. Yeah, I think John just tweeted us too. He likes Virginia's, uh, he likes Virginia Tech and he likes Georgia State. So he's okay. going Virginia Tech first half, Georgia State first half, which he's a big first half better. I don't really do it too much, but, um, I don't do it a lot. Uh, I know Big Cat from Barcel does first quarter. That's his new thing. So I see yeah. him sweating out first quarters all the time and it's I'm like, crazy. I don't know if I could do that. I'd <laughs> lose my mind if I was doing first quarters every game, but. First half, maybe, maybe I've, I'm with you. I've never really gotten into that. To me, I do the Alabama. I do the Alabama first half, especially if it's under That's a different. number. That's if different, it's yeah. 20 and a half and it's like, okay, 21, you know, 20. If it's right under a football number, I don't mind it. Stat I saw this week is that Michigan State or no, Michigan, I'm sorry, is incredible in the first half over the last two years. I think they're like 15 and three or something like that in the that first half. So sense. I'm starting to look at them for the first half. Uh, spreads as, as well as Alabama, just because I think that both those teams are playing really well. George is another one that's just playing so dominant. They want to come out. They want to come out swinging. They want to start fast. So I get that. So we got West Virginia tonight. Uh, Georgia State, I like. I'm taking that. We're staying away from Chattanooga, Illinois on Thursday. Let's go to Friday because I think we got <laughs> a couple home team, a homer, you know, teams that we've been riding for on <laughs> Friday. Going and playing. So we got Virginia at Syracuse to start seven o'clock. Syracuse, I think, has had a very impressive season so far that you called from the beginning. Virginia, I do not think is impressive at all. Syracuse, what's the spread on this? Ten some places. Ten. Yeah. Nine and a half, I think, right now in FanDuel. Yeah. So if you can get it at nine and a half, I think that's a great bet. Eight, 75% of the money right now at 10 is on Syracuse. 65% of the money's on the over 53 and a half. I do not like the over in this game. I had the under last week in Syracuse. I talked about that earlier. All those points absolutely killed me. I'm going with Syracuse in this one. Give me Syracuse minus 10. I just don't like what I've seen from Virginia. I like what I've seen from Syracuse. So don't overthink it. Just take the team that's playing better at home. Virginia barely got away with a win last week. Probably should have yeah. won that game. I think that was Old Dominion, actually, too, right? We just yep. talked about them. Yeah. Cuse's defense did not look great. Probably did not. Got a little lucky to win that game. Some horrible penalties by Purdue. Yeah. But they won. And I think they're going to be better. I Like you said, Virginia is just doesn't look impressive. And Cuse has looked... Like the much better team all year long. There's a reason they're favored by this much. Uh, yeah, obviously I'm betting Cuse. I'm, I'm riding them until they give me a reason otherwise. Yeah. So, yeah, Cuse minus nine and a half, Cuse minus ten, whatever you whatever you can get at that. Yeah, especially if you can get it at nine and a half. That, that's yeah. a great line. Um, another team that I'm riding with, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm in a weird spot where I don't know if I'm riding with them or if I'm chasing them. I can't figure that out yet. Uh-huh is Air Force. Air Force oh. at home against Nevada. I think there's a legitimate conversation that needs to be had about Nevada being the worst team in college football. I mean, they are atrocious so far. I thought, yeah, I thought when you said I thought you were fading Nevada because I'm off Air Force after the Wyoming game last week. I got to be honest with you. <sighs> I'm with you. I did not like what I saw out of them. 
Um, you know, just not able to get it done. 14 points after scoring 48 41. Granted, maybe Wyoming's a little bit better than Colorado and Northern Iowa. I don't know. They're a lot better. Maybe it's on the road at Wyoming was a little weird. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was earlier in the week. I don't know what it could be, but I was very surprised to see 14 points at Air Force. Um, I think they bounce back here. I think there's a great bounce back spot for them. What I can't figure out is what my bet is going to be. It's minus 24. That is a ton of points for Air Force. I think we said it last week with Wyoming. <laughs> I think it was 17 was the closing line, maybe, if I remember correctly. That was a lot of points for Air Force. 17 or 20-something points is a lot. 24 is a ton. With the way, with the way they play. And yeah. if, I mean, if they don't score on like two drives, they may not cover. Yeah. Because so, they play so slow. Yeah, and so Nevada's I, they got to be like perfect to score that many points. So, so that's what's got me thinking. So then, I, so I was, I was, I agree with you. It's a 20, it's 24 points. You have to score five touchdowns, really, because Nevada yeah. chances are going to score something. But maybe they don't. Maybe, maybe Nevada doesn't score a touchdown. Maybe they kick a field goal or two. So I'm kind of leaning towards the under here. 46 and a half is the over under right now. 75% of the money's on the under, 66% of the money's on Air Force. I think after last week's performance for Air Force, I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm getting from them. So that's why I'm getting, that's why I'm getting hung up on this game a little bit. I'm going with the under 46 and a half on this one, just because I think that's a bounce back spot. But to your point, I don't know if 24 just seems like way too much. If it could be able to cover that. Yeah. If I, 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 now that you say that, I think I'm leaning under, uh, but I can't. The the Wyoming game put me off Air Force, and obviously there's no way I'm betting Nevada. They're horrible. Trenches. If I were going to lean one way, I'd, I'd lean the under. So okay. I'm with you there. You got any uh, any bets going in for Boise State or UTEP? Boise is so unimpressive. It's so crazy. unimpressive. Their offense is so un- – they, they have taken such a fall from grace, such a fall from grace, uh, and I don't know enough about UTEP to bet them. Uh I'm just Boise on the road is getting that many points. I believe it's it's 17 somewhere, right? It's insane. Yeah, 16. I see you right now. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Like I said, unimpressive. Uh, I don't trust them. It's weird. Friday Friday games are weird. Uh, no, I, I don't. Yeah, if, do I, that. if I were gonna do anything, it would probably be the under 45 and a half, just because mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm getting from either of these teams. Like you said, Boise State. Hasn't been impressive. UTEP hasn't done anything in a while. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that ends Thursday and Friday. Let's go to Saturday where I like the noon. I like, the, I like some of these noon games. Um, we talked about it earlier. I think we both like some of these noon games. And then it might die off a little bit, but then it picks right back up. I got a lot of plays in the later windows. So let's start at Saturday at noon. Do you ha- What's your first bet here that you're going to be looking at? Okay, my first one. Michigan minus 17. Is yep. that what you have it at minus 17 against Maryland? Yep. That's my that's my first one there. I like Michigan minus 17 against Maryland. I think Maryland, I've said they're inconsistent, overrated all year. Maryland has been bad in Big Ten play, particularly against the spread. And Michigan against, you know, against teams that are not Ohio State has been, and I guess they've recently more struggled against Michigan State, but They've been really good in conference play. 
I try Michigan has been dominant this year. I know they played shit teams. Yeah. But I don't know. I think there's a reason the line is that big. And um, I, I trust Michigan at home again on a Saturday afternoon against Maryland, who Michigan is just going to consider them like they're just going to run them over Fox. I'm taking Michigan at home. Yeah, I'm with you in that. This is their first game where the spread is under 30 points this season. I mean, they've played no one. This is their first, I don't know if you can really say test, but it's their first somewhat competitive game. Stats that I have here that I pulled up, Maryland 0-10 against the spread versus top 25 teams. Maryland 13-1-1 and and to the over versus top 10 teams. The last 15 games they've yeah, played. They give up teams. a lot of points. They give up a ton of points. They don't cover. I'm going with a double bet here, though. I'm going Michigan minus 17, and I'm going over 64 and a half. And I'm rooting for points, points, points in this one. Yeah. That's a good bet. I may have to lean the, the over, too. But I'm, I'm definitely going Michigan minus 17. I think they blow the doors off them. Yeah, I think something else to look at, too, is the line wasn't up earlier when I was looking. The first half line, sometimes I just can't find. Um, I think I have it here now. Michigan minus 10.5 for the first half. So, okay. Something to keep an eye on if you think they can get to, you know, Michigan, like we said, pretty good against the spread in the first half. So, um, something, to, something to keep an eye on here for the next one o'clock game. This is a game I'm struggling with, Chip, and I need some help. Big time. Because you've talked about one team playing a lot. I want to ride with Wake Forest bad. I don't think Clemson's that good. I don't think DJ's good. I think the other kid's better. But that Clemson defense scares the absolute living hell out of me. Wake Forest, Clemson. Wake Forest is home getting seven points against... To Clemson, the fifth-ranked team right now in the country? Yes. Over-unders, 55.5. of the money's on the over. 63% of the money's on Clemson, minus seven. I think Wake Forest look good. They're home getting seven points. Everything, to me, screams take Wake Forest. But I'm scared, Chip. Are you betting this game? Have you looked at this game at all? I have looked at this game. I'm already on Wake Forest. I decided I'm taking plus seven Wake Forest plus seven and a half on FanDuel right now. I'm taking it. Like you said it right from the you said DJ right from the start. He stinks. I love look, maybe it's a, a dumb gambling thing. I love the offense. I know Clemson has just is defense is incredible. And I don't know, man. Their offense has looked even worse this year than it did last year, if that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. All it has to happen is Sam Hartman has to make a couple of plays, I feel like. So, yeah, I I like Wake here. At Wake, that crowd's going to be so jacked up. I don't know. It's different. Yeah, Wake Wake Forest is ranked as well. So there's a big matchup here. Ranked Wake Forest ranked 21, Clemson ranked 5. All right, I'm going with Wake Forest as well. I'm taking the points at home. Give me Wake plus seven and a half. Like I said, I was nervous about that Clemson defense. I don't think Clemson's really played anyone too much this year, so I, ha- I don't have a great read on them. Um, They were dead in the water to cover against Georgia Tech. 
to start the season, but they ended up covering that game somehow. Um, like I said, haven't haven't seen anything really too impressive out of them. But um, what else you got for a noon game? Anything else in this noon one o'clock area that you're looking at? I got uh, three more. I can just rip them off if you want. Yeah, sure. Uh, the over in I got two overs. Kansas okay. versus Duke. Oh, let's yeah. talk about that. I yeah uh, yeah I can't uh, I can't bet against Duke, but I got to bet that game because. I mean, that's the game of the day, obviously. We're all, we all got our eyes on that. <laughs> yep. And the over in TCU versus SMU. And then I got, we got a MAC game tomorrow. So I got to bet that. Uh, Eastern Michigan against Buffalo. Spread right now is uh, six, I believe. And Eastern Michigan, so I'm going Eastern Michigan minus six against Buffalo. Those are my, I think those are the only other three noon games I'm taking. And, Eastern Michigan minus six at home against Buffalo. I so we talked about we talked looks like they stink. We talked about Buffalo last week, right? We said Buffalo, Coastal Carolina, I believe was the matchup, thirteen points. Coastal Carolina, they Buffalo covered last week. I think they did, but Coastal Carolina left a lot of points on the board. Like they shouldn't have covered, but they ended up covering. So I think maybe there's some love there. Eastern Michigan, any worry about a letdown? Right? Didn't they have a big win last week? They, who did they? God, I already forgot. They beat uh, Arizona State, right? Arizona State. Yeah, yeah they, they killed Herm Edwards. He's yeah. out. I, I'm not really worried about a letdown. No. You don't, you don't think Arizona State uh, is a game they got I up for and got all juiced up for? I don't. Well, I mean, I'm sure they did. Well, but yeah, the, but it's not like App State versus a ranked team. I was just going to say, I'm, I doubt they're feeling the same buzz that App State did. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. they're more they're more focused on trying to win the MAC than they are. Like that that's what they their minds have already moved to. That like App State was still pumped a week later about winning. Um, I yeah, I I just think it's more fading Buffalo. I just think Buffalo. It is bad, but also the Eastern Michigan is pretty good, so I, I'm going with them. But I like uh, that. yeah, the TCU versus SMU over, I think, is a great is a great bet. By the way, like 85 percent of the money is on TCU, so I thought about taking SMU in that one. That's but, what I that's what yeah. I thought too. Mm-hmm. But they didn't look great last week when they lost, so I mm, I TCU stayed away from that. Good though. They're but, coming off a bye. Yeah. So I don't even remember how they looked. It feels like <laughs> forever yeah, ago the I, last time they played. I feel like it hasn't been that impressive. I was surprised to see. I see 95% of the money on TCU. I was pretty surprised by that because I agree. SMU, I don't think, looked great against Maryland last week. No. But they still scored high 20s or low 30s. Like the yeah. over-under was 76, I think it was. I had the under in that one. That was another one that was pretty easy. They, they finished in the 60s. But I, I just can't believe that TCU is this crazy team that deserves 95% of the money. I was very surprised by that. So I was in an agreement with you that I was going to just take SMU to fade the public here a little bit, home team getting points. But I ended up staying away from it. So you're going with the over in that one. Yeah. The last seven. Yeah. The last two times these teams have played, the point totals both been in the high 70s, like 76 and I think 79. And this is also, this is the Sonny Dykes revenge game for these SMU guys. He was the coach at SMU last year, and he's the coach at TCU this year. 
I think they're going to want to beat him. They're going to want to score a lot of points against him. But TCU probably has a better team. I think it's going to be a lot of scoring in this one. I like it's that another game that you, you mentioned, too, that you think is going to be a lot of scoring is this Duke-Kansas game. Yes. I really like the over, too. I'll go into it. I was going to take the over. I see it up to 65 right now. Yeah. Me, I feel like that Kings might be a little, little too high. Maybe. Kansas did drop 50-something on West Virginia. Uh, I th- And West Virginia's defense does stink. Duke's defense may be a little bit better. But I think they're... They're counting on Duke scoring a little bit of points too against Kansas. And I think they can. Duke, Duke has looked as good. Duke's already looked better than they've looked in a long time. Yeah. Last three or four years. Like a long time. Um, Yeah. I bet them, I bet Northwestern against Duke and Duke absolutely killed me that game. So now I'm just kind of respecting Duke. Yeah. It's crazy. But I, Duke to me, I was thinking Duke plus seven maybe, but. If I'm going to take anything, I'm with you. I'm leaning Kansas over right now, uh, 65. I'm a little nervous about the points, but to your point, Kansas can, Kansas can score as good as anyone right now in college football. So it's Shocking. What, I mean, look, the coach, the Kansas coach, Leipold, is candidate for the Nebraska job. He's won three games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how good they've looked. It's insane. It's insane. So, yeah, I think the only game that I'm adding to my card right now from the games that you talked about is uh, Eastern Michigan, just because it's kind of a fate Buffalo. I think Eastern yeah. Michigan's looked okay, and uh, it's under a touchdown, six Eastern minus six Michigan at home. Is, yeah, Eastern Michigan is typically consistently a solid team, and Buffalo, You're like, we talk about Buffalo, I feel like, every week on this podcast, and we always say, like, people may look at Buffalo and think, like, oh, this is Buffalo, but they've stunk. For the last two years, like don't yeah. before they they stunk. Yeah, last game I have for the noon slate, and we can move on to the afternoon slate. Georgia minus forty five against Kent State. Kent State is terrible <laughs> against these powerful. I, they man, they got balls scheduling these teams and just going out, getting the money and getting pulverized against be them. Illegal. But what they do, man, their football program must be in desperate need of money to do what they do because they just hey. They just go out there and get crushed. Feel, I feel I would feel bad for them if they didn't choose to do it. <laughs> so, but exactly, hey, they were in the MAC championship game last year, so we'll, we'll, we won't see how good they are until they get into the MAC. I just yeah, I'm, shot, I'm stunned by it. I'm yeah, forty five and a half Georgia at home. I'm taking the spread over under sixty two. It made me think a little bit about it, but again, if you're thinking the spread's going to be 45, the over under 62. Can Kent State score a touchdown or kick a field goal even? Yeah, I think you're, you're, you might be relying on Georgia to score all 62 points. So yeah. if that's the case, just take the minus 45 and go home. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I've been betting Georgia a lot this year. I, I mean, it's no surprise. They're, they're phenomenal. They're covering like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they've looked dominant. So. Um, you got anything else for the noon slate, or should we move on to the afternoon? No, I think I'm good. I thought uh, I'm I'm not sure yet. We were talking about Missouri Auburn, and I was leaning the under in that one, but I, I'm not sure yet. Just that's just you know Missouri, two pretty lousy teams, one coach pretty much on the way out, uh, like so far on the way out that he has people on ESPN talking about new candidates for his job on the way out. 
that I could see that game being ugly and that, you know, Auburn got routed by Penn State last week could be a just give up game. I was thinking about betting Missouri, but it is at Auburn. Nah, I'm I'm leaning under in that one, but I may just stay away from it altogether. I'll when I put out my picks, maybe. But yeah, yeah. Again, Chip Murphy seven on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're winning P Weekly on Twitter. We'll tweet out what we're taking because yeah, opening lot opened at fifty four. I think I see it down to fifty two or fifty one and a half with yeah, over 51. under. A lot of other people thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. When I saw this line, I was like, Auburn shouldn't be minus seven against anyone, even no, though they're that's home. how bad Missouri is, man. But I haven't watched Missouri at all. So it's a stay away from me. But again, if I can feel a little rowdy, I got a couple baseball bets in right now. For my nice. Thursday game, I got some Thursday NFL bets, some parlays. If I get my bankroll up a little bit early in the week, maybe I'll sprinkle a little Saturday noon under on Auburn, Missouri, because I was saying to John on the NFL episodes, I might turn into an absolute under fiend because the unders are hitting in the NFL. And I don't care what anyone says. I would start this narrative. I think unders are just as fun as overs to bet. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I lose my mind betting unders. I'm like, don't go. No, don't score. Don't score. I can't bet any unders in basketball. College basketball, too. I lose my mind betting those. <laughs> yeah. But no, in football, too, man, I get so anxious watching making sure they like one completed pass inside the opponent's territory. I'm like, Oh God, I can't. Well, this. And can't just like this. one, like 30 yard play. And it's like, uh, this game's over. It could be the first quarter. Yeah. If you get one big play. You're like, all right, this is going over. This is nothing, but I'm going into, I'm going into my phone, checking what the new live point total is to see if how much it's, uh, moved the live. And, yeah. The yeah, live yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm like, well, if, if Vegas says that now, then I'm fucked. Yeah. When that when it means nothing, because because the quarterback could get hurt. Uh, oh, anything could happen. Anything can happen. Anything could happen at all. Of course, mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina is up fourteen nothing in the first quarter already. <laughs> Are they really? You know, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes. That's, that's the gamble. How it goes. Anyone that, that is said this is goes. easy doesn't know what they're talking about. I got the I got the Astros. Baltimore's up two nothing against them. I got the uh, Braves. Phillies up one nothing on them. It's a tough night. This bankroll might not be ready for uh for uh Saturday afternoon. We're gonna have to figure this out. But before, while we figure this out, let's move to the Saturday afternoon games because I think, like we were saying, I think for me at least, it it kind of thins out a little bit here. But one team that I think I'm willing to let back into my life because I swore them <laughs> off by how bad they played against uh, Louisville, Louisville, depending on where you're from, is UCF. Oh, UCF. Oh, fuck them. Minus oh. 20 and a half. I'm trying to find it right now to see what the money is against Georgia Tech. 96% of the money on Georgia Tech. Eighty-four percent of the money on the under, because it's under a football number. I feel like I should take UCF because I, we talked about it going into the season. Georgia Tech is just that bad, and you're still just have to win by three touchdowns. I just don't know if I can trust UCF again because I hate them so much for absolutely doing nothing against Louisville earlier in the season. I hate UCF, so I can't. I can't bet them. I hate them. I hate them. I, no, they, I hate them for what they did against, they were my spike pick last week. And of course, last week they decided to cover. They, 
no, I, I hate Malzahn. I hate UCF this year. I can't forgive them. I look, you're right. Uh, Louisville or uh, Louisville, I, uh, Georgia Tech stinks. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I at UCF, UCF might be a tough place to play. Bounce house gets rocking a little it bit. It is a tough place to play for sure. Here's the crap out of me that 96% of the money is on UCF. I did not realize that. Oh my God. Really? Shit. Yeah. That worries me a little bit, they but I'm going to lock a load with it for now. That's a lot. But That's a lot. Sometimes the, the public's right though. Sometimes the public's right. For sure. That's Hopefully why. it is right here. If it's 96% of the money, then. A lot of times that means it's for a reason. Yeah. But I don't know. They just, maybe I'm just going, maybe we're both just going off how bitter we are over that game. Yeah. That's another one where like, kind of like with Air Force, I don't know if I'm chasing or if I'm riding or if it's a spite pick. Like, I don't know exactly where I'm at with UCF. Like I said, I'm willing to let bygones be bygones, let them back into my betting life. <laughs> Because it's 20 and a half, I'm taking it. And because it's Georgia Tech, like everything just lines up. Like all the boxes get checked for me on a game I should take. It just happens to be UCF. And we have a little history, but I'm willing to let it rock. So give me UCF minus 20 and a half. What do you got for a three o'clock afternoon-ish late game that you like? I really, we already talked about this game and I said I didn't want to do it. I was kind of staying away from it altogether, but I know I'm going to be watching Florida against Tennessee because I've talked. My friend is a big Tennessee fan, so I'm going to be watching the game. I don't, we talked, this is, you got game day at Tennessee. This is a prime spot for Tennessee to shit the bed. And there's, there, uh, it's minus 10 and a half. So I don't feel comfortable betting them. But you talked about Anthony Richardson, zero passing touchdowns this year. Don't trust Florida either. I'm going with the over. Over 62 and a half, I think. We got over 62, 62 and a half. I'm taking that. I think at, at worst, you know, Tennessee scores a bunch of points and also gives up a bunch of points. So... I'm going with the over. I think Richardson could do a lot of damage with his feet, even if he doesn't pass the ball well. Uh, and I don't think Florida's defense will be able to stop Tennessee's offense, especially at home. But I just, I don't trust Tennessee enough, 10 and a half points. That's, that's just dumb gambling brain stuff looking at, oh, this is a Tennessee game. So I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm with you 100%. I said it when we were doing the preview episodes or early in the season. I'm the guy that likes to bet against the the teams that have sangs and they're back and it's their year. It's feeling like 98. Texas is back. Michigan's this. Ohio State's that. This is my spot for me in Tennessee. I'm going Florida plus 10 and a half. Wow. I think there's been a lot of room, a lot of talk about Florida not being as good as they were week one. I think this is just a good old SEC rivalry. I think all the pressures on Tennessee. And just oh, for, sure. For, for sure, for at least a decade, they have not lived up to the pressure. So um, 62 and a half is a big number. So they think points are going to be scored, you know, 10 and a half point spread when there's going to be points. I like that. I like it in that many points. So give me Florida in that in this one. Yeah, uh, that that makes sense. But 
I don't know if I agree that there's mm, I, there's more pressure on Tennessee for sure because they're at home and they and Heupel just got the extension. He just got yeah. paid a lot more money, and this is the first year for Napier. But I think they're after that Utah win. I think that put uh, it sounds weird to say, but I think that put maybe made the season more difficult for Florida because that gave them expectations. If they had lost to Utah, this game would mean nothing really to them. Yeah, but then they followed it up with a loss to Kentucky, though. So it's not like they have an undefeated (laughs) season going or anything. True, true. But if they lose this game, it would be a a much bigger disappointment than if they had already lost to Utah, too. So I think there's there's still some, some hope that they win this one. Uh, I, but you're right. There's definitely more pressure on Tennessee. If Tennessee loses this, it's a huge disappointment. Huge. Yeah. Cause they had that pretty competitive win against Pitt already. Yeah. They have Bama coming up. They have Kentucky coming up. They have Georgia coming up. Yeah. You know, you're, you're hoping to survive and get two losses this season. If you're Tennessee, I think that's a very successful year for the program. I think they can do it. I think, I think Bama and Georgia, I think they can beat everybody else on their schedule. Yeah. I think they can. And look, let's be real, Bama's looked beatable so far. I'm not ready to go as far as to say Tennessee can beat them. I'm ready to go as far as to say Bama can be beaten. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, another game that I like in this kind of afternoon slate here is Cincinnati versus Indiana. Cincinnati minus 16 and a half at home. I don't like what I've seen from Indiana so far this season. They suck. I do like what I've seen from Cincinnati this season. I think they were competitive in that Arkansas game. It's the first game of the season after losing Ritter, Sauce Gardner, Kobe Bryant, a ton of other people, a couple linebackers. Like it was probably one of the biggest, uh, what's it, loss of production seasons for Cincinnati that they've had in a while where starting players, talented starting players left to go to the NFL. So I think it takes a little while to kind of find your bearings with this new squad. It's not Georgia. It's not Alabama where you're going to be reloading year in and year out with, with rock star talent. So I think they look competitive against Arkansas. They've won two games against terrible teams. Kennesaw State and Miami of Ohio. Now they're at home against Indiana. Like I said, I haven't really liked what I've seen from Indiana so far this season. I thought the number was kind of low. Maybe I'm kicking myself on sun or Sunday when or Saturday yeah. when this game ends. But there's a reason that a three and O team is 17 point dogs. You don't, you're not going to see that a lot. Indiana is one of the worst three and O teams ever. Yeah, they they should not. They barely beat Illinois. Uh, yep. They barely beat they sh- Western Kentucky. Blew that game. They should have lost to Western Kentucky last week. They were losing to Idaho uh, <laughs> at ten to nothing at halftime. They were getting Crazy. shut out by Idaho. They're just Indiana is just not that good. Eventually, their luck is going to run out. It almost ran out against Western Kentucky last week. Yep, and it's I mean they ain't they definitely ain't beating Cincinnati on the road. So I wouldn't be surprised if. You know, Cincinnati finally gets it rolling this week and just pummels Indiana because we know they're better. Obviously, they're Cincinnati. They'll get it together at some point, and this could be the game where they get it together and just put their foot on Indiana's throat. I'm with you, and that's why we talk this stuff out. I mean, that's why we break this stuff down and chop it mm-hmm. up because, you know, you look at this record, it's, oh, three and one versus two and one. 
blah, blah, blah. You looked at, you know, Coastal Carolina, 3-0, Georgia State, 0-3. It's not going my way right now, but there's a lot of football left. You know, the records are can be a little deceiving. So. Exactly. And Indiana's 3-0 record, very misleading. Yeah. So take it with a grain of salt. You got another afternoon game for me? Oh, I think does Notre Dame does play at 3.30, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Dame's, around there. I don't know if it's four o'clock, three o'clock, three thirty. Notre Dame, it, uh, Notre Dame, North Carolina, Notre Dame at North Carolina, and Minnesota at Michigan State. Okay, betting, betting both of those. Uh, I think Michigan State is plus three right now, or the line is three right now. So Michigan uh, State I've, at home plus three against Minnesota. Yeah, over under fifty one and a half or fifty and a half. I'm going to keep after last week. I'm going to keep fading Michigan State. I'm an, I'm a sucker for the the analytics stuff and all. I know Minnesota's beaten nobody yet, but all the analytics stuff say their offense is rolling, their defense is rolling. They're favored on the road against Michigan State right now. Uh minus I think it just moved to 3, minus 3. Hopefully it moves again down, but Minus two and a half, minus three, whatever. I'm taking Minnesota. I'm going to keep fading Michigan State. Talked. We, I think we both agreed before the season we think they're overrated. I still do. I think Minnesota could win the Big Ten West because it's awful. And someone has yep. to win it, but I think it could be Minnesota. So I, I like them there. I know I probably shouldn't take Notre Dame. Probably should not do it. But I'm probably going to end up taking Notre Dame okay. against Carolina, and I know I'm doing it. Be- I, I know I'm doing it because they're Notre Dame. I just I don't trust Carolina either. I don't I don't trust their defense. Defense has been terrible. The, it, I feel like if Notre Dame can score against anybody, it's going to be Carolina, right? Carolina's going to do some dumb shit, and Notre Dame's going to be able to score. And Notre Dame does still have a good defense. Maybe they can stop Carolina's offense. I. I guess the, it's one and a half right now. Yep. So I'm not going that. I'm going Notre Dame money line. I'm going to find a good money line, whether it's FanDuel, DraftKings. The money line on FanDuel is plus 104 right now. So, yeah, I think I'm going ND money line. Probably shouldn't. Don't love it. But, yeah, I, I don't trust. And plus, I hate Carolina, so I could never back Carolina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was the 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 – uh the over under is what intrigued me. I see it opening at fifty eight. It's now down to fifty four. Even though seventy percent of the money's on the over, I don't love the over with Notre Dame's offense. I and I right away I was like, oh, this is kind of a low number. North Carolina's defense has been terrible. You know that shouldn't be too bad of a bet. But Notre Dame, I just I can't trust their offense. I can't trust their defense. I don't know what I'm getting with Notre Dame right now. It's nothing good so far. Yeah. Um. But UNC is another one of those sneaky teams that uh, are they three and zero as well? And no, they lost that. Oh no, they did beat App State. I keep yeah. thinking they lost to them, but they did come back and and win that one. Yeah, and that's just another one that's just sneaky. Even though they have a good record, they have not been playing well. Yeah, that's um, that's one of those weird things. Well, if they if they haven't if they're undefeated, yeah, then why are they three and zero? Then why are they one and a half point favorites at home? against yeah. a team that hasn't looked that great like Notre Dame. There's a reason for that, right? Yep. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, last game that I have in the afternoon-ish 
window. I think we both might have it. So this might be a good conversation, especially with John not being here. Uh, I hate to do it to him behind his back, but Washington <laughs> State hosting Oregon. Oregon, oh, we're going big game against last Bo week. Going it's against Bo Nix on the road. Equal amount of touchdowns to interceptions. Just hasn't been good on the road. He's been much better at home. Granted, he's in a different conference now. I still think Washington State has a pretty good defense. It's not an SEC defense, don't get me wrong, but they have a ton of tackles, ton of sacks right now, or ton of tackles for loss, ton of sacks right now. I think they've been doing pretty good, getting points at home. Oregon, I just don't know what I'm getting with Bo Nix on the road right now. They look bad one week. They look good the next week. Give me the points at home with Washington State. Are we at all worried about the letdown after beating Wisconsin? I think so. I think there's something to be concerned about there, but I feel like it's not as big a deal. The letdown isn't as much uh, a possibility when they're playing another ranked team. Like the letdown is more of a possibility, uh, like with App State when they were playing Troy. Like yeah. they almost lost to Troy. Like Washington State has Oregon coming in, and they knew that, so they knew they were going to have have to be on their A game again this week. They already knew that, so I like them, and I'm with you on the defense too. And I I took the over on them before the season. I'm high on them. I love the quarterback. I love Cam Ward. I know I like Washington State a lot, and I wasn't super high on Oregon because I think Bonick stinks. Uh, and I've said that I'm not, I'm not just saying that behind John's back. I've said Bonex stinks too, John. Oh yeah. So I know <laughs> we both said that. I think. Oh, in multiple, person, multiple over times. Zoom, in yeah. text. <laughs> you know, if I had to send him a postcard with it, I will <laughs> until he gets it. He'll figure it out. But to your point about the letdown spot, again, we're, we're, we're into it. This is week four of, of college, week three of NFL. There's games flying all over. I'm betting baseball. Wisconsin was two weeks ago. So last week, I think, would have been the letdown spot for them against Colorado oh, State. Shit. Yeah. God. Oh, my and God. And I love, I was laughing because I love college, like football terms. Like last week would have been a letdown spot over because they beat Wisconsin. It also would have been a look ahead spot for them oh because they're God. looking ahead to Oregon this week <laughs> and they still managed to absolutely kill Colorado State 38 to 7. Okay, so. then I'm then I'm definitely confident in them with and, Washington State for sure. <laughs> also too looking at their schedule about the over for them. This I don't I don't know uh, this schedule if they can keep winning if they win this game outright. I mean, they've Oregon this week, Cal next week, then they're at USC. At Oregon Whoa, State. I can't wait for that one. Home against Washington Utah. State. And then home against Washington to end the season. There's a lot of ranked teams on the schedule for them, but they've been playing really well. Like I said, I think this defense is pretty good to your point. Cameron Ward, he's looked pretty good as well. So, yeah, give me the six and a half points for Washington State for sure in this one. I can't wait for that point total in the USC game, by the way. That's going to be very interesting. We started on the the NFL uh, episodes doing look-ahead lines. Yeah. So I got two NFL look-ahead bets for next week already. And uh, it might be a spot to look ahead right now, especially if they come out and they're competitive against Oregon. That number, I'm sure, is going to fall. Um, so it might be pretty big right now. Uh, you got anything else in the afternoon slate, or you want to go to this evening slate at 7 p.m. and later? I think that's it. Okay. But, uh, I think we got... I think I got everything there that I wanted to get out. 
good, I got a game to start that I know you're going to have some action on. I know you're going to be talking about it. I know you're going to be watching it intensely. I know John will too. This is his team for some reason. I can't figure it out. We got Iowa at Rutgers, 7 p.m. Are you seven and a half points hosting Iowa? The over under chip has dropped again. It is now 33 and a half. I know. And some sports books with 80% of the money on the under. It is an, un- it is a surreal total. I don't know the last time I've seen 33 and a half points. That's, I mean, uh, cards on the table. I took the under and Rutgers. Okay. So I, I had to take the under. I feel like it's, I, like I said before, I don't like taking unders, but I'm telling you, Chip, like once you, you get a little taste of the under life, in it, this, starts, it, it starts in happening. This, in this game, you have to be a guy who says, I took the under in one of the lowest point totals in, <laughs> in the history of college football. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and of course I took Rutgers. John just put in the group text that he took Iowa and Rutgers sucks. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll I think, see, John. By the way, Rutgers did not score an offensive touchdown against Temple last week. That's not good. <laughs> they, they did win the game, but they did not score an offensive touchdown. Their offense is not very good, but off, uh, Iowa continues to employ, uh, Incredible nepotism, by the way. Yeah. Employ the son of uh, Kirk Ferentz as their offensive coordinator. He's terrible. And they continue to stick with one of the worst quarterbacks in college football. So I, I think that Rutgers can pull this one off somehow. They have to go obviously have some things go their way. Yeah. Uh, it being at Rutgers is huge. That crowd is going to be jacked up. That's huge for them. This might be uh, one of their biggest games of the season. Oh, for sure. For sure. They are very that they were dead before Shiano got back there. Thank God he's back. Yeah. There. But um, yeah, obviously I'm taking Rutgers and I'm taking the under seven and a half or the under seven and a half plus seven and a half and the under. I got it at 30. It was 34 on Barstool when I got it. I, I guess that. I got it right before it went down to it must have went down to thirty three and a half today, huh? Yeah, I think some I think some books might still have it at thirty four. I think okay. just some books are showing it at thirty three and a half now. Thirty three and a half, holy shit! It's crazy <laughs> to me. To me, this is just a simple numbers game. This isn't looking at the teams. This isn't looking at who's playing. This is when the total is this low and the spread is seven and a half points. Just take the seven and a half points. I mean, yeah. you're it's you're you're a fifth of the way there to the over. With just the points you're getting, the, to me that's just take Rutgers home team getting points. I think Iowa's looked a little bit better last week than they have in previous weeks, but again, nothing too crazy. I said it from the beginning: if the totals anywhere in the 40s, I'm taking the under. Vegas has caught on and they've dropped it to 34, 33 and a half. I can't take the under or the over in that. It's just too disgusting. So just give me the points with Rucker in this one. And I did see John send a bunch of picks in. So we'll go over those when we get to the end real quick. Um, so we get his picks out there and we could talk about anything else that we see. Um, what do you, what else you got for a seven o'clock game? Do you have any best bets of the day? My best bet's still coming up. Oh, I didn't pick my, my best bet yet. I got. Okay. I gotta pick that one. Um, we'll save that. Am I picking? Am I doing Arkansas A and M? That was a tough one. I stayed away from it. I can't figure out A and M. 
I think Arkansas kind of sucks. I got to be honest. I think they're, yeah. they're, they, I always love fading the teams that I think don't do well with expectations. And, uh, like Purdue is one of those teams. I thought NC State was one of those teams. I got to be honest. And I was completely wrong. I faded them the first game of the year with East Carolina. And now I think I was completely wrong. Uh, but I think they shook that other system. I think Arkansas is not a team that's going to handle expectations well. Uh, A&M, you know, they did this crap last year. They had the disappointing loss last year. Uh, yep. They lost to App State this year. I forget who they lost to last year. It feels like a million years ago. But I know they had a terrible loss last year uh, at home. And this year, it's Arkansas. Arkansas is ranked 10th in the country. Yeah, like... Uh, they beat Cincinnati in the opening week, but it was Cincinnati's first game when like everybody on the team had gotten drafted and left last year. It was yeah. like, I mean, I feel like if you play since if Arkansas played Cincinnati again in like week 10 or something, it might be a completely different game. And by the way, Arkansas didn't like def- dominantly beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati played a pretty good game and played a pretty lousy game and still almost won that game. Yep. So it was down to the wire. So yeah, just a couple missed passes here and there. Again, that was just a you know first time quarterback, I think, yeah. and a little rust from the team. Yeah, yeah, it just came down to Arkansas has a much better quarterback, and you know what? They have a much better quarterback than Texas A and M too. But you know they're top ten and on the road. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm staying away from it. I, okay. I, I hate. I hate that game too. I hate that game too. I hate that game. It's tough. It's like so funny because like I, I go into this, I'm like, I love the board. Then I'm going through it, and I'm like, ah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Then I end up going through, and I'm like, well, I have to pick some games. I start picking games, and then we start talking, and I add more games to it, and then this, I'm up to like, I'm going to be at like 20 plays for Saturday by the time you know this is all said yeah. and done. You know what? I change my mind again. I I change my mind again. I'm going. I can't believe I'm betting on Jimbo. I'm going with AM. Let's go. Let's going with go. AM. Going with AM. To me, I feel like I got my Texas AM money for the year last week. I, I bet I bet them in a bounce back spot. They bounced back. They did their thing. Now I'm just never going to bet them again for the rest of the season because yeah. I'm just nervous. I'm nervous. A team I'm not nervous about, you pointed about, you talked about them a second ago. NC State is hosting. NC State at home is always a good bet. NC State at home, I agree. I think I think they're hosting UConn. Thirty-eight and a half is the spread. Forty-nine and a half is the over/under. I am betting the under forty-nine and a half in this one. I think the NC State defense is pretty solid. I think UConn. I watched the first game of the season against Utah State. I was fooled by Utah State. Um, I don't think UConn's as good as they looked in week one. I think that they've, I think we've realized that Utah state just sucks and that playing against a real team like NC state, I think it's going to be very tough for them to move up and down the field. I think NC state, while they are a really good team, especially at home, I don't know if they're going to be scoring into the forties. I think they're a team that might let up a little bit at the end. So give me the under 49 and a half in this one. Under. Okay. Another under. Yep. Okay. And then for another evening game, my best bet of the week, and it is scaring the absolute crap out of me right now. 
because 75% of the money is on Ohio State at home, minus 19 against Wisconsin. The over-under is 57. That money's kind of split 50-50 right now. I will be taking Ohio State as my best bet. Wisconsin is my new spite pick team to go against. They screwed me last week with the under. All of a sudden, they decided to score points this week. They will not be able to score any points. It'll be back to reality for them. Mm -hmm. And Ohio State will dominate because Ohio State is the better team. I'm just a little nervous that they're not as good as they always have been. And 19 is a lot of points, if I'm being completely honest. But I think Wisconsin is that bad when they play a good team. So I'm taking Ohio State minus 19 at home. I like it. I definitely like it for sure. I'm taking Ohio State too. Let's go. I, look, they're not, they don't always play great with these home games where they, where, where they're favored by a lot of points, but I don't trust Wisconsin is not up to their standards that they've said previously. I think Ohio State had a, they had their trip up game in week one against Notre Dame. Yep. I think they smoke them. I, uh, it's not my best bet. I I think my best bet is actually going to be Michigan, ironically, against uh, – we're talking about Ohio State. I think Michigan uh, minus 17 against Maryland will be my best bet. I like I think that. They, I think they're really going to fuck Maryland up. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Ohio State for sure. I hate how many favorites I'm taking, actually. But I like a lot of favorites. Yeah, I got a good mix right now. I got a good mix. I was, I, I always worry about that as well. Um, another seven o'clock game that I will be taking with the line's not out yet, but I will, I've said it before, I take it every week. Bama first half. I don't see a line yet for it. I'm not sure when the line will be up. They're playing a terrible team, Vanderbilt at home. The total for the game is 40. So I'm sure the first half line is probably going to be 28. If it's like 27, that would be incredible. Um, Yep, Vanderbilt stinks. Alabama's good. I think they they get right. I mean, I guess they got right last week, but they continue to get right and get into shape at home against yep. Vanderbilt. Alabama against Vanderbilt. I mean, you don't really need to say anything more than that. Yeah. Vanderbilt's about to come back to reality. They've looked a little good in non-conference play. They're about to get spanked. An SEC play? Could they yeah. actually? That there's been some talk. Could they actually win an SEC game this year? Well, it's not going to be Alabama. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure we'll that see. out another week. Yeah, we'll see. What else you got in this late window here? I feel like I don't love it, but I'm taking. You know, what? I'm taking. It's this is uh the ten thirty. I do like some other games earlier on, but this is the 1030. Uh, I got to fade Arizona State after yep. everything that just happened with Herm. I got to go with Utah. I believe it's minus 15 and a half. Yeah, that's what right I saw now. it as. Yeah, I'm going with, I'm just going to fade Herm, fade uh, Arizona State after, you know, Herm Edwards, whatever happened. He, they spun it as he decided to leave, but we all know he got fired. He should have been fired before the season started, but I'm going with Utah minus 15 and a half uh, at home. Thought about Stanford plus 13 and a half on the road against Washington. 
uh, Same. let let down game after Talk we, about talked, it. we talked about the Michigan State thing. But I kind of try. I really trust uh, Washington a lot. I really do. So uh, I went against that. Uh, for that, that game, I, for that game, while we're on it, real quick, I agree with mm-hmm. you. I was looking at it. Washington's been able to score. Yeah, and I think that's produced a pretty high total in this game, sixty-four and a half. I'm going with the under. I think to your point is there's a little bit of a letdown spot for Washington, even though it is Stanford. Like they are, I don't know if it's a rivalry, but you know they definitely play each other a lot. Um, fourteen, fourteen and a half scares me a little bit. I was thinking about getting cute and trying to take Stanford. I'm just going with the under sixty-four and a half. Ninety-seven percent of the money's on the over. I like the under in this one. Okay. Yeah. I I want to take Miami of Ohio plus seven and a half against Northwestern. I think I'll go. I think I'll lean that way. I'll probably take that one. They're on the road. Um, they struggled against the other. They struggled against Kentucky and Cincinnati. Yep. I just think Northwestern is not that good. I know it's at Northwestern. Uh, I, I I don't know. I think we've talked about Miami, uh, Miami Ohio on this podcast before. Yep, we think they can win the MAC. Uh, a lot of the money is on Northwestern. I think too much of it. It's fading the public too. A lot of the money's on the under too. I the under. You know, what? I'm going to go Miami of Ohio plus seven and a half in the under. I like that. that I yeah. I love Miami of Ohio. No, you say that. I'll go with yeah. you on that. Mm-hmm. Miami, Ohio, plus seven. Uh, another game that I like is a team that I'm coming around on. And I, I, I had them as my conference winner going into the season. And, or no, I had the alternate over on them on the season. And I felt pretty good about it, but I'm starting to feel better and better each week. I like Oklahoma minus 12 and a half against K-State. I think that they've been, I, I was nervous, obviously, about the coach and quarterback leaving. I think that they've been pretty good. Money's kind of split on this game over under 52 and a half. Um, they, they played in Nebraska last week, right? Absolutely killed them. I don't know if they got the right team here, Oklahoma. Oklahoma did. Oklahoma yeah. did. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I like Oklahoma. I think they keep it rolling here. 12 and a half seems a little low to me, especially if I can get it under 14. I like that. So. Give me Oklahoma here. Yeah, that, that's a good pick. Oklahoma looked like they're about to. Last week, I know it was Nebraska. They're terrible. They fired the defense. They were so bad. They fired their defensive coordinator after that game. Crazy. But they look like they were about to open. They look like they're about to open it up and just start rolling. So I think that's a good pick. What else you got here, Chip? Anything else in this slate? Seven o'clock, think, eight o'clock, ten o'clock. I don't. I don't think so. I okay. If I'm going to lean one more, it's going to be Florida State against Boston College because I just think Boston College is terrible. But I haven't decided yet. I I don't know. It's a lot of points. 17 and a half points is a lot of points. But maybe Florida State against Boston College. I I like that. Oh, and what? oh my God. SC minus five and a half against Oregon State, obviously. Riding SC. A lot of people have been on Oregon State this week, and it made me stay away from it. But they're another one where I bet them last week, and I was able to watch it. I was up for it. I like the way they look, man. They look good. I know you've been on them from the beginning. 
I'm turning into a believer. Yeah. I want to take the over so bad because it's 70 and a half and it's just fun to bet an over like that. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stay away. I'll take SC. All right, so let's run through John's games quick, and then we'll get out of here again. Winning P Weekly on Twitter. We'll tweet out our picks before the games go live. Chip Murphy 7 on Twitter. He'll be on there as well, tweeting out his picks, interacting. Like, subscribe. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are available. And on the Knicks, Jets, et cetera, YouTube, you can find our gambling content there where we go over the NFL, we go over college football, and then you can find Jets content, Knicks content, little et cetera content here and there. We, we go into baseball. We talk about a couple other things, what's going on. So a lot of baseball talk with Aaron Judge right now and these Yankee fans. So it's been quite a battle for me as a Met fan, but we're sticking through it. We're getting through it. Um, John's picks here. Okay, Friday, he likes Air Force first half minus 14. Q's first half minus six and a half. See, that's a first half that I might like because it's right under that football number. Um, we both like both those teams as well. Noon, he likes Iowa minus two and a half. Georgia, first half minus 29 and a half. Um, Wake plus seven. I agree. We, we talked about Wake. He likes the Wake money line as well. TCU minus two for the noon slate. Um, 2 p.m. He likes Ohio minus 17 and a half versus Fordham. Again, playing against Fordham. I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't you know, know if that, I didn't even see that. I, yeah. I didn't even, but yeah, they're playing against Fordham. Yeah. I know. I think Ohio is, uh, I think Ohio is not bad. Yeah. So. I agree. This is a 330 game. I agree. A lot of people are talking about it, but I have, I just haven't had the guts to take it. James Madison plus seven against App State. App State in the, the rare double letdown spot. One on a Hail Mary last week in a letdown spot. James Madison, one of the best offenses in the college football. But again, they haven't played anybody. So I don't know if James Madison is for real. I know James Madison is not like really for real, but real enough to be competitive with App State. Real enough to beat App State, yeah. Because yeah. they almost lost to, let's be real, they almost lost to Troy last week. So <laughs> yeah. They can be beaten. Yeah, so plus seven for James Madison. I think that's a little bit of a trendy pick. UCF first half minus 12, Oregon minus seven. He doesn't care that Bo Nix sucks on the road. It's Bo Nix season. All right. I like that. He's on a lot of the games that we talked about already. Georgia Southern minus nine and a half against Ball State. Add that to my card. I hate Ball State. I can't believe <laughs> I missed that. Old Dominion minus five. ECU first half minus nine and a half. ECU minus 16 and a half full game. Navy is bad. Navy does stink. He likes ECU. We all like ECU. Um, I just don't know if I can take it minus 16 and a half. Uh, late games, Texas A&M minus two. Really just trying to straight. He's really just trying to fade the public here. I kind of agree with it. But again, like I said, I made my Texas A&M money and I'm getting out. I think that's both of you guys on A&M now. Yeah, we're both on A&M there. I like that. Iowa minus seven and a half. First half minus four. He hates Rutgers. We love Rutgers here on this podcast. I don't care what John says. I don't know how he became such an Iowa fan and stand, but he is. And again, NC State minus 38 and a half. They're playing UConn. I agree. When he sees the episode, I'm sure we'll talk. I might talk him into taking the under instead because it's just a lot of points. And then Utah first half minus nine to 1030 slate. I agree. We both like Utah. I'll probably yeah. add that as well as long as, as well as the full game because again, you're getting under the football number. I love that in the first half when you can get under a touchdown or under 10 points or under 14, whatever it might be. So 
I like it. Chip, anything else we got? Anything you got going on right now? Any articles coming out? Any appearances anywhere? Or is it just uh, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter? Twitter right Twitter right now. I'm working on some stuff right now. Uh, but I'm trying to bring the newsletter back, hopefully at some point. Uh, but uh, yeah, just just uh, I think I'm going to add Utah first half minus nine to my card too. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, yeah I'm working on Got to get some stuff started for Knicks Fan TV because the season, fortunately, is starting up. Uh, so follow, in addition to my Twitter, follow Knicks Fan TV. For sure. Always. But uh, yeah, got to get some stuff started there. Want to bring like the newsletter back that I was working on. Uh, and yeah, just that. Got to get got to get writing going again. Great. It's that time of the year. Like you said, basketball's right around the corner. Hockey's right around the corner. World Cup's right around the corner. Baseball playoffs is right around the corner. I mean, we are entering the best part of the season when it comes to sports. So, again, me, Greg, thank you for being here. Winning Pete Weekly on Twitter. Chip, Chip Murphy 7 on Twitter. Knicks, Jets, etc. everywhere. We will see you guys next week. Let's go, Rutgers. <laughs> Agreed. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.